Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Exurgat deus dissipentur inimici eius, et fugianceo derunteo ma facie eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangelae, defende nos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidiam, stiaboli est opraecidium. Imperatili Deus, supplicas de precamur, duque princeps militae calestis, satana maliosque spiritus malignosque ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute in infernum de trude. Amen. Mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Beatus Carolus, domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine, ostende facium tuum et salvierimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <clears throat> I was listening to a brief clip uh, from the Glenbeck radio broadcast, and I'm going to say this once. Actually, I'm going to say it a bunch of times in this episode, but this episode is going to be the only time I say it. People are having a hard time figuring out what it is that Vladimir Putin is thinking. He is thinking exactly what he is telling us. Unlike most everybody else who assumes that there's some sort of ulterior motive, Vladimir Putin has decided to take a new tack. It is actually the devil's best tack. It's point blank, up front, this is how it is. A lot of people are forgetting that there was the interchange of negotiations. And Vladimir Putin said at that interchange that the further the, well, first off, the technique for Russian negotiation is, is that the further things go, the more onerous the demands. Well, his most recent demands as given to President to Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, included the total surrender of Ukraine. The total surrender of Ukraine. You see, <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of this type of negotiation. However, I do appreciate its transparency. You come to the table, you say, 
we do not want you joining the European Union. We do not want you joining any European bloc. We do not want you joining NATO. That was what he said the first time. Then came the discovery of biological research labs, where ostensibly, according just solely based on the admission made by Victoria Newland, the State Department official in Congress, that there was research materials there that they did not want the Russian military to get their hands on, that it concerned them greatly. Those sort of research materials typically include things such as gain-of-function research conducted in Wuhan. Now, to be sure, they're probably not researching specifically coronaviruses like they were in Wuhan, because, well, I mean, when you have 45, 46 bio-research labs in Ukraine that are being funded, at least in part, by the United States Department of Defense, the U.S. State Department, the United States in general, the NIH, the NIAID, etc., you have a you have some capacity to maybe diversify a little bit, maybe work with some things that are maybe not quite so spreadable, maybe some things that are a little bit, you know, you, you get you have a little bit of leeway. 46 research labs, as declared by the Department of Defense and the State Department on government websites. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is simply what the United States has said. Now, in many cases, those links are now dead links because they realized, oops, we probably don't want to keep this out there. But you can go back in the Wayback Machine, and you don't have to go back far. You only actually have to go back a couple of months, and you can get the information exactly as what I just told you. <clears throat> now, the discovery of biological research labs, which may be researching such things as gain-of-function, even if it's ostensibly for the purposes of vaccines, the fact remains is that anything where you're doing gain-of-function, one of the reasons why gain-of-function research is generally prohibited worldwide and why there was a pause in the first place is because gain-of-function research is a short step to the side of biological weapons research. Okay. That is changes the game. And we noticed that Russia changed the way they played the game because immediately Russia decided to start deploying their units and sending out biological and chemical defense equipment. Specifically, what we would say in the U.S. military, mop suits. Mop suits, gas masks, etc. So what started out as you're not going to join the EU and you're not going to join NATO turned into, oh, excuse me, and you're going to recognize the independence of the, Donma, of the Donbass, specifically Luhansk and Donetsk province, and you're, going to recip and you're going to recognize Crimea as part of Russia, as they voted for back, back just before, right around the time of the Maidan Revolution, We always forget that they actually voted for this. Now, is it the right choice? Who knows? But for those of us who say that, you know, votes count and votes matter and that people should be allowed to self-determine, Crimea made that choice. And I'm not condoning anything that's going on. I am, however, marveling at how stupid 
people can be. Vladimir Putin has said what his objectives are. He said them the first time. He said them the second time. This is now the third time. And the third time he did up the ante. And each time he upped the ante a little bit more. This time he is looking for the total surrender of Ukraine. Now, what do you do historically if you want surrender? And for this answer, I would guide you back to medieval warfare tactics. Things like sieges. So, uh, I think it's Kaviv and probably soon Lviv and several of other cities like Mariupol and Kiev. And by the way, I'm not going to say Kiev. Okay, all I got to do is add an S to the front of that name, and now all of a sudden it's various. It's now a very skeevy town. So it's Kiev. For a thousand years, the city was named Kiev. I don't call Istanbul Istanbul. Istanbul is Constantinople. It was Constantinople until 1953. It is Constantinople. So I'm not. <laughs> and Constantinople's got a whole bunch more syllables than Kiev. Oh, we're spelling it K-Y-I-V. Okay, cool. That's still Kiev. So what do you do when you're looking for surrender? You surround a city, you cut off its supplies, and you lay siege. You set a perimeter. You don't go in and start bombing the place. You don't go in and start making, and, and start making war. You simply lay siege. This way... You can gain the surrender without firing a shot. It's torturous. You could say it's inhumane. I don't know that it is necessarily. We haven't examined these laws of war in a very long time. But the fact remains is that for more than a thousand years, what Vladimir Putin is doing right now was a standard fare when you were seeking the surrender of a stronghold. And in this case, the stronghold is Kiev. In this case, the stronghold holds the key to the entire Ukrainian nation. Well, nation state. I don't know what he's doing. I don't understand. Have you not read hi history? Have you not looked into war history? Have you not seen the tactics that were employed for thousands of years? Let me say that again. Thousands of years. Jerusalem laid siege by the, by the Muslims for how many years? For how many centuries? How many centuries did those walls stand against the Muslim onslaught? When the Muslims took over and the Christians came in, what did they do? They laid siege. They, they surrounded the city and they locked it down. They've done this in cities in Britain. They've done this in cities in France, in Germany, in Belgium. They have done these in European cities from Moscow 
all the way to Lisbon. And every city in between. Florence, Venice, Milan, well not Venice. They did it in Belgrade. The Battle of Belgrade, which was concurrent with the Battle of Lepanto. This is not a new warfare tactic. It's just that we haven't had a reason to see this particular warfare tactic because for the last century, what did we do? We dropped firebombs, we napalm cities, we completely beat down the city with ordnance night and day. And we did that for a hundred years. And given the alternative, because to be sure Putin could actually just firebomb Kiev and be done with it, like we did Cologne, thereby creating a fire vortex that swept across the city, incinerating everything, man, woman, child, car, horse, walls, leaving nothing but rubble. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He could drop a nuke on it, like we did Hiroshima and Nagasaki. He could airstrike it, day in and day out. Have you seen airstrikes? No. No. They took a slow, methodical march to the major cities, and then they surrounded them, and then they locked them down. 
because that is what you do when you want surrender. You don't want to obliterate the infrastructure. You don't want to level the buildings. You don't want to destroy hospitals and schools and apartments. You don't want to do all that. So you lock it down. Nothing in, nothing out. This is a good old-fashioned siege. Why? Why is he doing this? Why does this seem more brutal? It seems more brutal because it's being broadcast on social media. It seems more brutal because they are telling us that it is more brutal. But I fail to see how locking down a city and, and setting that city under siege is somehow worse than what we did in Hiroshima, than what we did in Cologne, than what we did in World War II. Because all we did was hammer at it, hammer at it, hammer at it, hammer at it, hammer at it. Wrecked buildings, created ruins, destroyed lives. Men, women, children. Is this more painful? Yeah. But this siege can be over in days. This siege could be over right now. This siege actually could be over as I speak. Because his conditions are simple. The unconditional surrender of Ukraine. He said it. Why is he doing this? He's doing this because he wants to get what his objective is. Now, we can listen to what he says and take him at his word. And at this point, i got to be perfectly honest with you, I'd recommend it. Because all of this, well, what is he really thinking? What is he really doing? What is it? What's actually the game plan? None of that's helping. None of that's helping. And it's not helping specifically because the people he's dealing with are so accustomed to not telling you up front what it is that they want, that they're willing to lie about it. They're willing to obfuscate it. They're willing to obscure it. They're willing to do anything that they can so that you never really find out what's really on the agenda. And he for some miraculous, odd reason, is not playing that game. And the people who are so used to the Byzantine Machiavellian machinations, they just can't wrap their head around the idea that he might just be telling them exactly what he wants. Because the fact remains is that if he's been telling them what he wants, then he's been telling them what he wants from Day one. And that means that this particular foreign policy failure is the monumental foreign policy failure of an entire generation. They say Putin's a monster. It's probably true. They say he's a killer. Also, probably true. But let me tell you what I do like, though. A killer. Cold-blooded, clean, methodical, and thorough. Now, a real killer, when he knows exactly what he wants, he will simply tell it to you. Because when you don't give it to him, it's because you won't believe him. You don't believe it can be that simple. And yet it is. And you, the adversary of a killer, become your own worst enemy. 
And that is what appears to be playing out on the global stage right now. Now you could say that it says something detestable about me because I seem to understand exactly what it is that Vladimir Putin is getting at. However, I could be wrong. But if I'm not, then I'm sure it says something about my own character. I'm sure it says something about my own mentality. And I'm fine with that. Because I have long since reconciled myself to the nature that I taught myself into over the course of my entire life. You see, because one of the things that is actually lauded by infantrymen in particular in the in the military is that I am expected to tell you exactly where the line is so that if you cross it, nobody can deny that you crossed the line and I called you to task. So if I say, if you keep doing this, we're going to fight and you keep doing this, when we fight, the whole of everyone who was observing will say, he told you, if you kept it up, you were going to fight. And you kept it up. You can't be mad that he kicked your butt. He can't be mad that he took, you can't be mad that he took you behind the woodshed and handed you your behind. And simultaneously, knowing full well when you give that level of fair warning, if I were to give someone that level of fair warning, I know there's no guarantee that I'll win that fight. I might lose. But I told you if you kept it up, we were going to fight. And being a man of my word, when you kept it up and we fought, one, you see me as a man of my word, and two, we did work it out. Because even if I lost, I lost fair. even though neither one of us is going to fight fair. Now, America and dear family, I love you all to death. But if you don't take anything else from me, if you don't pick anything else up from this podcast, if you pick nothing else up from this podcast, it is to sometimes look and think that maybe the simplest answer is true. We're, we're, and I know it's difficult for us because we're constantly looking to see, well, what is it they really mean? What's the real agenda here going on? What's actually going on here? And to be sure, I mean, we know Putin is generally, I mean, he had generally been, until rec- at least until recently, on the side of the World Economic Forum. This might actually be a very convoluted way of bringing about the Great Reset. Like, that may be the end of the end objective. Who knows? It's unlikely, because the simplest answer is usually the right one. And if it is, hey, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? I probably won't still be alive to eat my hat, but, <laughs> or some other symbolic thing. 
I mean, if one of you guys want to send me a crow pie, I'll eat crow. Just not live. Everything he said he was going to do, he's done. Every time the table, every time the, the situation on the table changes, he adjusts. But every single time, he tells you what it is that he wants and what it, and what it is he's looking for. And each time, the, the consequences get steeper. I don't know how much steeper you get than the total surrender of Ukraine. i got to be perfectly honest with you, I kind of don't want to know. But when you're looking for someone to surrender, you lay siege. And that appears to be precisely what he's done. Pray for our leaders. Pray that the Pope converts or notwithstanding that, just decides, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and concede and, what, and goes ahead and consecrates Russia to Our Lady's Immaculate Heart in union with the bishops of the world. But if nothing else, pray that they at least pull their head out of their fourth point of contact and stop smelling the poop so they can get clear sight just for a second. that maybe some relief can come to all of these people who are going to suffer very, very badly. Because Vladimir Putin has said exactly what he wants. And he is pursuing the tactic that achieves precisely that. By the shortest, most direct means possible. And the painful part about that one is the moment that you see it for what it is and you acknowledge that, you realize that Vladimir Putin, the invasion itself might be unjust, but he is prosecuting this war the way a Catholic would prosecute this war. The way Catholics prosecuted war for a thousand years. For the sake of the people, both in Russia and in Ukraine, I pray this ends quickly. But if we don't learn from it, it's only going to happen again. And next time, it might be worse. And if we don't learn from it in time, it might get worse now. Pray for clarity among our leaders. Pray that somebody figures it out before it's too late. Because these people are slow walking us into World War III. They are slow walking us into a global thermonuclear war. And Vladimir Putin has already said that there's no reason to keep the world if Russia's not going to be part of it. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 